0: everybody And welcome to all this in the Oscars 2, AwardsDaily.com's podcast on the Oscar Race. My name is Sasha Stone. I'm the founder and one of the editors of AwardsDaily.com, and I'm here with two of our editors, Mark Johnson and Clarence Moy, and our good friend Michael Gray. The little telluride crew is back in back in business, uh, yeah. baby. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: It's <laughs> awesome. We're a little reunion.
0: <laughs> Last time... Welcome, Michael. Yeah. Hey, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you very much yeah thank you thank you for for joining us. so I, we're gonna start. we're gonna kind of meander around I think um but we really want to talk about how sometimes last minute additions to the Oscar race can really shake things up like I with you know you kind of if you if you cover this this race and you you write about the Oscars, you tend to sort of I do anyway you get you get kind of stuck in your in your what you think how you think it's gonna go and you've arranged all your puzzle pieces just perfectly. Yeah. And you think this is your... Maybe you have one slot here, one slot there that's available. But rarely does it happen that a movie comes along and really upends the whole thing. And I think that's what being the Ricardos did, at least from one screening and the way people are talking about it now, of course... A lot can happen. You never really know. Like we all thought a first man was gonna be a huge Oscar player out of Telluride and and that didn't happen. So, you know, there there are always things that can change. But but just given the way that the crowd responded, um, the tightness of the script, the really, really good performances across the board. You've got lead, two leads, you've got two supporting. You've got screenplay, costumes, um, probably directing, maybe. I mean, I'm, right now he's my number six, I'd say, or seven. There's like seven yep. directors. So, so what we can do is we can start with best actress and we can talk about. I think that I didn't think anybody could really challenge Kristen Stewart until I saw Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. Wow. Yeah. She's really that good, I'm telling you. And the, the problem for Kristen Stewart, this is the only real problem is that I don't know that Spencer the movie is going to be as fu- a complete full meal as being the Ricardos is. But at the same time, she's, you know, young and she this would be her first Oscar, this would be Nicole Kidman's second Oscar. Anyway, what do you guys think?
2: A, a, a second, uh, well, Nicole Kidman's first Oscar is one that many people don't think that she deserved for that role, right? They they, they thought she was making right. up for Moulin Rouge. Um, they they make fun of the nose. They make fun of the um, the duration of the performance, right? They thought it was mostly a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I wonder if, this may not even be a thing, but I wonder if there's like a, you know, an urge to give her more and another, not an urge, but if they're not going to hold that against her, cause they didn't think that she, if being the Ricardo's is a more robust, full fledged performance, then maybe mm. they're more willing to give it to her.
0: Well, it's a shockingly, it's the central role. Like at the, you know, Aaron Sorkin, he always writes the male as the center of the movie you know, Tom Cruise and a few good men, um, Jesse Eisenberg and social network. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of his other movie. All movie.
1: the, all the people in the trail of the Chicago,
0: <laughs> <Island>. <laughs> all the people in the, tra- but here he's got, um, <laughs> her at the, at, in that part. And it's really incredible to see that because you just don't see it very often. And he's obviously done his research. I just watched a documentary last night on Lucy and Desi. And apparently, um, Lucy was very serious in real life like she wasn't funny the way she is on screen and they actually had a really strong marriage before they did the show like they they were together for years Um, even I think had well they had their first baby right before the show started but everybody that they interviewed said that she was dead serious all the time. And she was always about the work. And so that's what Nicole Kidman does. Like, she she doesn't play Lucy the way you're used to seeing Lucy. She plays her as this very serious person who was very serious about the work and loved her husband. And, you know, it's just rare to see. And this, this reminds me of, like, the movies of the 1970s, you know, where you had, like, really strong women at the center of a movie. And that's what this is. So I, it, it would be really hard for me to imagine... Kristen Stewart, who is the center of Spencer, but she's she's much more of a um, kind of vulnerable character. She's sort of lost through the movie, whereas Nicole Kidman isn't. So it, it, you know, depending on how the movie does, I would think that that is her only real competition now. Well, besides Jennifer Hudson, who we should not forget about because she's if 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 people can if the studio can rally the buzz and she can get a Golden Globe nomination, and she, they just put her in a room and have her sing. She's going to at least get nominated. But honestly, up against Kidman, like I'm not I'm not even entirely prepared to put Kidman in my frontrunner spot yet. It seems so shocking to do that. So I'm going to hold off for for the moment. But I am going to consider possibly this being her second Oscar.
1: And you you saw House of Gucci, right? Mm hmm. And so where does Lady Gaga fall in that conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us where does Lady Gaga fall?
0: <laughs> Do you want to read my text to you, Clarence? No, no, don't.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I can't.
0: <laughs> no, no uh, Oh well, go ahead, Michael.
3: No, she I know she's in the trailer's in the name of the father and house of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, she's funny. You know, she's funny. Um yeah. Well, I don't know how much you want me to talk about House of Gucci, but... Um,
1: do, you, do you think Gaga's out of the five?
0: Well, what do we think are the five? Let's name them.
1: Chris and Stuart. Mm-hmm. I have no idea anymore. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> S- me yeah, Stuart, Stuart and Kidman, it sounds like.
0: Well, let's... Call-
1: Jennifer Hudson.
0: Jennifer Hudson, me and Michael think, but a lot of people don't necessarily think that. Yeah, I still need that. to see it. So we have Olivia Colman and Lost Daughter, right? It seems okay. like, yeah. well, I I don't particular. She wouldn't be my choice, but I think she, she, I think that that she has enough. Really, Maggie Gyllenhaal has a strong connection with actors, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of pushing it through more than anything else. You know. Yeah.
1: What about uh, Frances McDormand, hard to bet against the three-time winner, right?
0: That's a tough one, too, because, honestly, her role in that is more supporting. Even though it's mm. it's a serious role, it's a lead role, technically, but when you watch the movie, it doesn't feel like a lead. It feels like a supporting character. So maybe? Is this the
1: um, Shakespearean movie? Yeah. yeah. Tragedy Macbeth, oh. yeah. Um, and then my... My personal favorite so far is Jessica Chastain for the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Is she is she slipping completely out?
0: Oh, um, uh, Michael, <laughs> I well, I know you don't want to hurt not, Mark's it, feelings. It's okay. No, oh no, no, go ahead. No, Speak. Yeah, what's up?
3: <laughs> no, I um, I I just I didn't like the movie. Um, I thought that watching a film, I don't think they knew exactly what they wanted to do. With the characters, Uh, and I think the story was kind of all over the place. And um, I think her makeup was very distracting, and it came off to me like I I wasn't sure if they were trying to do a dramatic piece or or a comedic piece. I I don't think the directors knew what direction they wanted to go with the story, Mm. and so I just kind of got like kind of lost in it, and it was just I, I thought it was a mess. That's all. You know? Yeah, I, I, I think she tried her best to give a really good performance, but I think because of the um the um outrageousness of Tammy Faye Baker herself, the real woman, it just didn't come off. It's like Jessica Chastain was just saying she was like doing a parody and not actually a character. That's how
0: um, so, yeah, I, I thought I, that, know. I thought that the the makeup was bad and distracting, and it definitely isn't going to be good for her in terms of competing with the other actors. But the th- problem is, is that we won't really know until we get to SAG um, whether or not actors go for that. I thought that the, her jowl makeup, like it was, it was really not flattering to her, and it was it was you just spent the whole time it was like Uncanny Valley. You spent the whole time staring at her going, that's not her face, you know, and it, it I thought it, it took me personally out of it too much. As good as she was, she was acting her heart out. She was trying. But I don't know that in a competitive year like that, if the whole movie itself isn't good enough. I mean, we'll just have to see, right? They, they get in on a couple of, they get on three things, in my opinion, likability of actress, likability of role ability of movie right now obviously kidman has all three of those things with being the ricardo's people love her she's her she plays an incredibly great character the movie's great right now you got to look at all the other actors right olivia coleman great performance terrible movie <laughs> no it's not terrible I mean, it's <laughs> and then you got um you got Kristen stewart great performance You know, kind of an enigmatic figure that people mostly kind of like. They like her on Twitter, but, you know, we don't know about the industry. Uh, Movie is going to be mixed, right? So that's the three of them. Jennifer Hudson, likability of star, absolutely. People love her. Likability of role, yes, they love uh, Aretha Franklin. Do they love the movie? Well, probably they're going to like the movie. I don't know that they're going to love it. Yeah. who am I forgetting here? Francis. Oh, and Francis McDormand. Likability of star check. Likability of role check. Likability of movie. Probably. I mean, it's Shakespeare, but uh, I don't know.
3: Shakespeare has always been a hard sell for Hollywood. It's, mm-hmm. it's a hard sell. It's for a hard Hollywood. sell. Yeah, Shakespeare.
0: It, it honestly, no. walking out of that movie, I thought the thing that stands out the most about it is the cinematography. So I, I don't know what that says, but. I mean, we'll just have to see how it plays. Um, who are our peripherals? I, I should be—I should bring up my list. Who am I forgetting?
1: So uh, we have—we talked about Kristen Stewart, Nicole Kidman, Olivia Colman, Frances McDormand, um, Lady Gaga. She has okay, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so she probably has two out of three, right?
0: Yeah. So likability. Now, the thing about Lady Gaga is that she is an exciting presence, and I think you can't discount that. Like it. I think people who are planning shows or whatever, they want mm-hmm. somebody like that at their show. They want right. someone who's gonna show up like that on the red carpet with the those incredible fashion. She's exciting and she brings yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, excitement with her that the others really can't bring. So I would probably yes, I would I would include her. So that's yeah. my opinion. But
1: And then there's two more that I want you to talk about if you don't mind. Jodie Comer.
0: Favorite Last Duel. Favorite.
1: So tell me, which tell us what what of the three does she have?
0: She has likability like, of, potentially likability of movie, we just don't know yet. She has likability yeah. of role, because the part is incredible. People don't really know her that well, though. So she doesn't have likability of star yet. She's yeah. going to be a huge star, but she doesn't have it yet, because most people know her for um, Killing Eve, and she's great in that. But I love... Clarence, don't you agree that she's great in the last duel?
2: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But her best scenes come uh, in that last third, um, when it really yeah. focuses on her character, when it's her character's perspective. And if people don't like the film, do they turn it off before they get to that?
0: Well, I mean, I have met some people who who can't, you know, can't really deal with it. But well Enemy. the movie
3: faded so quickly, didn't it? Yeah. The yeah, movie it did. kind of faded so quickly. So mm. even if she's even if she has the likability factor, um, the, a movie that dies that quickly at the box office, it's very rare that an actor can come off and get an Oscar nomination. It, ha- it, ha- it has happened. But in in the last 10 years, no, I would say no. Very difficult for an unpopular film to snag any acting
1: nominations. Right. That was one of the that was one of the movies I was most excited about. And it came out. The week I was in Middleburg, and when I got back the next weekend, it was already gone. So it only played around here for about a week. Um, wow. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping to catch that on streaming eventually if it if it becomes like video on demand or something. But it um, should be here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Um, so the other one I want, I want to ask about now, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but have you seen Passing yet on Netflix?
0: I saw it. Yes.
1: Okay, so Tessa Thompson. And uh, Ruth and Nega have been, it seems like to me, gaining a lot of uh, attention, at least in the Twitter sphere. What do mm-hmm. you think of Tessa's chances with
0: I think, actress? In all honesty, I think that movie is not very good. And I think that people aren't going to have any patience with it at all. I think they're going to last maybe 15 minutes at the most. Michael, we were talking about passing, remember?
3: Yeah, I mean, I had not seen it, and I am curious about it because I'm, I'm very familiar with the terminology of passing because I was telling Sasha that I have family members that could actually pass that still do, um, and um, w- these two women. As a black person, the casting of these two actresses, these are the two two actresses that least can pass, in my opinion. You can, <laughs> any black person can look at these two and say, no, they cannot pass. You know automatically that, they, that they're black. You would have to be d- blind to not know that, that these women are are, um, are not black or whatever. Because anyone could look at them and say that they look black. They look far from passing. They, mm. just, they, they rather should have cast two white actresses to pass than cast Uh-oh. these two. Which they, they couldn't so have done. Not, do that might know. have been
1: that might have been uh, the most controversial yeah. casting at that point. I know, but if you
3: Twitter go on, accepted it. But if you go on um, pages where black people are commenting, yeah. they are not happy with the casting because okay. all of them say that these women do not look like they could pass uh-huh. for white women. These two okay. actresses.
0: Yeah. Um, you know. And then the thing is, is uh, when I was watching it, I was you know, Rebecca Hall, the director, she's actually, she's, she's mixed yeah. race. And so she's a good example of someone who could pass, right? Because she is, yeah. she is a half black or something like that. And she's definitely looks white, right? That's what passing is. That's why, you know, some people did actually pass. And a lot of them went their whole lives without admitting, you know, who they really were. But I mean, I think Michael's right. I'm not sure why they cast it this way.
2: I will say a, a lot of readers um, on the site really love the movie. I know there's, there's, there are a few who have been vociferously defending it, and every time we don't mention it, right. um, we, get, we kind of get, a, not attacked, but there's, there's a little stank to the comments. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 a, it's a passion film for a lot of people. I'll just put it that way.
0: I guess so. I mean, I I could understand a certain kind of person feeling that way, but I also think that um I you know, our job is to predict you know the Oscars and 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 for me the advocacy comes in when I think something is good and worthy, you know, and I I don't mm. I don't see that here. Um I would love for it to have been a great movie, but I mean, I guess their comment is, "Why are you pushing Jennifer Hudson as as a black actress when you could be pushing who is it? Ruth Nega, They think is going to be the lead well, here?
1: Yeah, Ruth no, supporters No, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, Tessa Thompson.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's fine. Like, she, she's a good actress, so she can, you know, she can always be. But the movie also has to be good, and it does. I mean, it has to at least to be a movie that you can kind of believe and follow and feel moved by and if they do great and if a majority of people feel feel that way then great but i can't pretend when yeah. i'm writing about the oscars that i think that this is on the same par as respect i don't you know and i don't think her performance i think she's a really good actress you know she she can and and i'll change my mind if, if it gets a sag nominee. and i'm sure people will be like we told you <laughs> it was really good why did you do and then maybe possibly i think it cuts.
3: Go ahead. I kind of think I I kind of feel it kind of boils down to the subject matter itself. You know, it's controversial. You know, it's something that um, a lot of black people, the black community don't like to talk about it because it did occur. And a lot of black people are ashamed of black people that went that did it and denied their blackness. You know, like the Ruth Naked character does. She denies her blackness in order because a lot of black people who pass, they pass because it was a better opportunity than for darker-skinned black people who could not have that opportunity. And um, so, I think it's the subject matter that might grab more of the attention than the actual performances, even though they may not be good. But it's but it's challenging and. W- w- with all this woke culture that's happening around and and the liberalness that's going on one of these two actresses could get in at least for a for a golden globe because of the subject matter itself it's bold and daring right i guess what they're thinking of 21st century like the way um i mean the last movie that had a black woman pass as as a white woman was devil in a blue dress
1: mm-hmm.
3: with jennifer bills and jennifer bills is biracial and she does look like a white... Nobody thought she was black when they first saw her in Flashdance. Everyone thought she was a white girl. But she is black.
0: What about Merle Oberon? You
3: know, Merle Oberon is Asian. And she passed. She passed in Hollywood. She denied her, her background. Her, her story is so interesting. Merle Oberon denied who she was. She didn't want to talk to her family because they all knew her... It was a deep secret that she kept from Hollywood that she was um like Asian and white. Mm-hmm. And it was, and she and she passed as a white woman in Hollywood. Carol Channing passed as a white woman in Hollywood. And we found out within the last 10, 15 years that she had a black father. Hmm. So interesting. That so that so passing is a very tough subject, but it's an interesting subject. And I think because of that factor they could get in as golden globe yeah but, you know so that's a good that's a
1: better chance than an oscar nomination
0: yeah i, I mean it's, yeah go ahead mark go
1: ahead There you go uh, i was just i was just saying lead actress is such a tough category mm-hmm. i think as you know and I, i'll be honest i wasn't a huge fan of the movie but i did love tessa and ruth in it i thought they were great uh, casting problems aside maybe um but it, I would bet higher on Ruth Nega just because supporting actress seems right. a lot thinner than than actress.
0: Yeah. Also, well, she's and, she's better. Yeah.
2: And she's better. Yeah. Yeah. And and Ruth Negga is the one that the critics are going to rally behind. They're not going to expend yeah. their best actress awards for Tessa Thompson. They're going to. They're going to. I think she probably gets quite a few actually, considering the uh, love that's out there um, for the film from the critics.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know, like, how that's going to go. Like, right now, we're, we're almost two, two weeks away from the start of the Critics Awards. So, you know, they are going to be rallying around somebody. Um, and, and who they're rallying around in, the, in this day and age is often different from who they would rally around. I personally think they're going to go all in on Kristen Stewart and uh, Spencer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be their thing. They're going to be totally 100% behind her. Um, but I think there will be a few that pick passing the problem with passing is that if people watch it, they're not going to they're going to tune it out pretty quickly, you know, Keep if they're watching that. it on a link. It's just I mean, look, man, it's great to be a film director. It's not something anybody can do. It takes time, it takes practice. You can't just expect the first time out that you're going to hit a grand slam. You know, um, yeah, and
1: I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I'd put it on Rebecca Hall. Is and I don't know who I forget who wrote the screenplay. Maybe it's Rebecca Hall, but to me, that was the problem with the film was that subject matter needed to be needed to have a whole lot darker story.
3: Right. To me, me too, right. Yeah. It's
1: such a mm-hmm. like, like, you know, like Michael's saying, a a period that, uh, you know, maybe the folks are ashamed of or whatnot. It just it just feels like it needs to be needed to be a much darker story.
0: Right, but that said, I think that Ruth Nega is very good and if the film yeah. is is yeah. prominent in award season and it does get any attention at all, that's where it's going to go. Yeah, I agree. As her, yeah.
1: And don't count out cinematography because you know, I mean, we have 6,000 black and white films, yeah. but that film that film shot in black and white, like the black and white serves a purpose to the film, you know, to make it more because you know, I agree that Tessa Thompson no way would pass, but in black and white it puts a different, uh, I, I don't know what to say, but tone, I guess, to her skin. And mm-hmm. uh, the producer of the film was in Middleburg talking about that choice, that she, like Rebecca Hall, really, um, they wanted it to be in color, and she like you know fought very hard for it to be in black and white. And I think that was the right choice for the subject matter and the actresses.
0: I guess so. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 great for her like she's going to film school, you know? She's learning how to make movies. That's great. But when you're talking yeah. about awards, you're talking about excellence. You're talking about top tier, best, not just good for her. She did a good job, but best, right? So, yes, it's true that it's measured by how good publicists are, how well they can sell a product. That is undeniable. Hey, so Go ahead, Sa-
3: Sasha. Um, does Rebecca Hall, the director, does she, since she directed this movie and it's, it's about passing, is she a, a a woman who classifies herself as a black woman or no? But she's she's woman?
0: she's biracial, but she passes like most people before this movie had no idea what her background was. But she's an actress, and it's like it's great that actresses are branching out to directing. I think it's fantastic. I think they should keep going, but I don't think it serves them well to pretend like they did, made a better movie than they actually made. I personally, as a woman, feel offended by that. And women are not children. We don't have a disability because we're women. Like, you know, be fair, be honest, and just say what it is. Like, is it good? Is it bad? That's what I want to know. And in my opinion, it's not the greatest movie of the year look at Aaron Sorkin he had to make two movies before he could make a good really good movie now granted yeah. his, his Chicago 7 was nominated for best Picture but not best director um, look he's been working in film a lot longer than she has Rebecca Hall she's always been an actress right and it takes time to, to be able to develop some people can hit it out of the park like oh, Robert Redford you know he made ordinary people. Kevin Costner made Dances with Wolves. Sometimes you get lucky, you know, and you make these movies right out of the gate and they're fantastic. Um, I think she shows promise, just like I think Maggie Gyllenhaal shows promise, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I think those are great movies. I can't do that. It's too insulting to them and it's too insulting to the process, you know. How can anybody trust me if I tell them these are great movies? They're not. If you're saying these are great movies, then the standard and the bar has is very low, and any movie can be in the Oscar race if that's the case.
3: And she did write the screenplay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know it oh, sounds Rebecca like I'm, it. I'm being okay. too harsh, and I'll yeah, probably, the I'll probably cut all this out. But I just want no, you I think guys it's good. to know. I
1: think it's good to to talk through that, and, and you know, we also we also have to keep in mind the Academy doesn't always recognize what's the best, right? Right, you know, so. Uh, you know who's to who's to say right now? I think I think uh, passing is going to be one of those that we need to see how the critics treat it, and then from there the guilds and you know I, I exactly, expect yeah. you know I, I, I expect c- the guilds to kind of for the most part look past it a little bit. I, 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 again, some acting maybe and, and cinematography, but I don't know what else. Where the guilds would go with it? Well, you also have to look at where the film is coming from. It's coming
2: from Netflix, and is this going to be exactly. the one that they Right, right. It is not. I'm I mean, sorry, so it's many. Not. Yeah. I mean they always have this problem, but they right. they it is fourth or fifth on
1: their list I would guess. Right. Yeah, they got I mean Power of the Dog, Tick Tick Boom, The Lost Daughter, Don't Look Up, and then probably Passing.
0: Yeah. And you can't pretend that a movie's better than it is. <coughs> Sorry. That's yeah. their Netflix is they have a great marketing department and they're amazing at making every movie look like a major contender. But at the end of the day, you got, people have to be honest with her, Rebecca Hall. Teach her, teach her something. Teach her how to be a better filmmaker. Be honest with her so that she can make... Look, I'll give you this. Passing's better than Little Women. I'll tell you that. And people... <laughs> oh, here it comes. Oh, yeah. People were pretending Little Women was a good movie and it wasn't. So, you know, passing's better than that. And that got in for Best Picture. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. It that's, is my that's brand. What,
1: that's where the <laughs> podcast got canceled. Right there, we're you know, done.
0: Everybody hates me. It's just
1: wrap, okay. wrap it up.
0: Look, I what can I say? Like I am a major fan of great cinema. Right, my whole life has been about worshiping great directors. Right, and I can't sit here and pretend a movie is good if it isn't. You know, and I think people and know I it's not good. That. You know, yeah. it, it's just that they. I have too much respect for the medium, and I have too much respect, honestly, for the women to lie to them, pretend that their movie is good. It it helps them if if they have to work harder for something. Do you remember that movie Life Lessons, the Martin Scorsese short in the um, the trilogy that they made, in New York Stories? There's a great oh. bit in that with Nick Nolte and Rosanna Arquette, and Nick Nolte's this great painter, and he has Rosanna Arquette in his in his loft. As his assistant, she wants to be a great painter, but she's just this beautiful young woman that he loves and he needs around as a muse, right? He's turned on by her. He's inspired by her. All she wants is to be a great painter. And so one day she calls him in and she says, because she's about to leave him, you know, and she says, just tell me the truth. Am I good? Like, look at my paintings and I'm good. And he gives her this great speech, you know, he's like, first he just, you know, placates her and he says, yeah, fine, you're fine. She said, no, no, be honest with me. Be honest with me. Am I good? And then he gives her this the speech like, it doesn't matter if I tell you it's good. You know, painting is something that you're either committed to for your lifetime or you're not. You don't do it so that someone like me can tell you it's good. You do it because you have to do it, and that is what will make you good, and you don't stop because someone tells you it's not good. You know, it's just a great speech, but I always think about that. You know, like, if you tell people that, then they have a chance at actually being great, and if you never do, they never will. Oh just my opinion speech over hashtag
1: (laughs) (laughs) is there anyone else we want to touch on for actress like Um, elena ham ham maybe for licorice pizza anything anything there Uh (laughs) you boy you're hitting all the the uh the trigger Uh words
0: (laughs) no i'm trying to i'm gonna go go, i'm sorry i'm gonna go to gold derby right now and look at uh what they have for best actress and see what i can find um
2: did we talk about penelope cruz
0: Okay, now there did, you go. There's not. your. She's in. Not. Yeah, no, she's totally oh, in. Oh, really? Well, I haven't seen the movie, but from what I've heard, have you seen it, Mark?
1: I, yeah, I loved it.
0: So I don't you it. think she's in that? Parallel
1: Mothers. I don't. But oh God, I, why? But, but I well because actresses loaded.
0: But you loved actresses, the movie.
1: I did. I loved the movie, and she's terrific in it. But right, yeah, you know, we have Stewart, Kidman, Coleman, McDormand, and then you have. You know, those four feel like the safest four, I think. And then Gaga, Chastain, Comer, Hudson, Cruz. Right? So, like, I, I don't—four of those nine are going to miss.
0: Well, Penelope Cruz is not missing if you love that movie.
1: I do, but I. But who do you take out then?
0: How strong like, is her part in it?
1: Oh, she's, a, she's the main—
0: she's No, no, then the she's heavy, in. Heavy, she's heavy, in. Yeah. Plus, she wanted
1: Venice for it. She did yeah, yeah, she wanted Venice, but who do you but who do you, you have to so who, you, who are the five?
0: Okay. Stewart, hang on. Kidman, have, Coleman,
1: McDormand, Cruz. Not
0: McDormand. Take her out. Not
1: McDormand. Oh, wow, right. really? Right. Three you time, might feel differently once you see her. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it.
0: Not McDormand, see? because she's well, I don't know. Look, man, she people ah, love her, right? Bum. Like
1: Yeah, they love her.
0: That's a tough one. Um, but I wouldn't I'm not gonna my five right now. Um I'm yeah. gonna have to bump McDormand for, for Nicole Kidman. That's how I'm gonna have to do it. I mean I I, I don't yeah. think who you, are your five then. All right, hang on. Let me just I'm just trying to log in because my I changed my password. It's not working. But um Do
1: you wanna know do you wanna note you had on Gold Derby? I have it up if you
0: need it. I think I have um I have Spencer, I have uh Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. So right now on Gold Derby, there's Sasha at? Okay, so you have Kristen Stewart, Jennifer Hudson, Penelope Cruz, Olivia Colman, and then Frances McDormand. So McDormand would be bumped for Kidman.
0: Right. So not, no
1: no Gaga and no Chastain.
0: My problem is that, oh yeah, Chastain, and no McDormand. I'm sorry, I don't think Chastain um, is going to happen. That hurts me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You
3: know, I just find it interesting that every Oscar season, we all have these like top three, top four, top five. But the Oscar, the Academy itself always throws in a curveball and they put somebody in that nobody expected to get in. And then it throws everybody.
0: Yeah, in. that's true.
3: So you have to, <laughs> so you <also> have to <laughs> yeah. think about that factor is that the Academy the, sometimes does not follow suit with everybody else. And so there's always that one factor that you might get three of the four or four of the five, but then there's a, a surprise that comes in and it came out of the blue and nobody expected it to happen.
1: So you also have no to take increase. that into consideration
3: because the Academy yeah. does it all the time.
1: That's where, that's where I could see somebody like Tessa Thompson, Elaine Hane, mm-hmm. or, may, or no. maybe the can winner, uh, and I, I'm going to butcher her name, but Renee of the, however you say it, from the worst, oh, person, the worst in the person in the
0: world. Yeah. I don't oh, think so. Those, geez,
1: she's so good, though, in that movie. So good.
0: Those are all, to me, very um, critic-y yeah. movies.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: And um, yeah. I don't think that's Academy movies. I think that, that the passing people have a slightly better chance at being, because they're very star-friendly. Okay. But um, but I don't, no, no, Haim is not getting in. <laughs> I'm sorry. but just Okay. She's not an actress, like she's you know she's a rock star, and she's probably a really good rock star. But um, I'm putting Kidman right now behind Jennifer Hudson. I'm not quite ready to put her at number one, but I do think she could win that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, mm, and for five, Mm -hmm. okay, let's talk about actor, shall we?
1: Yeah. All right. So
0: Javier Bardem is fantastic in being the Ricardos, and I know people are thinking. Twitter had a fit. He's not Cuban. That means he's not going to get in. <laughs> but I don't think that's true myself. Yeah. I think he has a really good chance of getting in. He's, he, I mean, he's so good in the movie. Just wait till you see him as Ricky. <laughs> like, he's so good. <sighs> You'd never believe it, but he is, and and a lot of this movie that drives it is the dialogue, the Aaron Sorkin dialogue, and they all just nail it, and and it has a, you just can't believe how funny it is when you're. I mean, if you're sitting in a room full of people, you'll hear the lines and they just hit, and everybody laughs like they just, every single one of them hits their mark. It's great, and so I expect that movie, actor-driven, show business theme-driven to be a major player. So how does Javier Bardem not get in?
1: And people love him. Myself included. Mm-hmm. He was my, he was my favorite uh, performance in Dune too. Not that, not that that has a chance with Oscar, but he, I just, you know, he's <laughs> one of those guys that whatever he pops up in, I'm, I'm a fan of what he does.
3: Uh, Clarence, kids. what were you going to Lucy and Desi's kids. Part of the production the no. producers
0: um yeah the well i think that the daughter had something to do with it um i don't know that she uh, is a producer on it but but she did give her stamp of approval i watched her video where oh, she cool. talks about she, she said that nicole kidman you know portrayed her mother she she had the soul of her mother and she really did a good job well you see nicole kidman in this you won't believe it Um, All right. So uh, we're going to do we're going to do actor here. um, But I just really quickly on supporting actress. I have Kirsten Dunst, Ketriona Balfe, Ann Dowd, Anjanou Ellis and Marley Matlin. I have to make room for one of the being the Ricardos supporting. So who do I take out?
1: Uh, so you said you have Balfe and Dunst; those two I would keep. You, know, you said Dungee Janu Ellis, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And out and Marley Matlin. I think Marley Matlin has to go.
1: Yeah, I would take Marley Matlin out. Oh, so I don't know. So you no. can't kick
3: her out, guys. I mean, it's been over almost forty years, thirty years since she won the first time. She's the deaf woman. <laughs> she represents the hand. She represents the deaf community and she's, the handicapped community. And I mean, she's very good, and she's already won. She's and she's very good in it, and um, so and she hasn't been nominated since she won back in what '86, or eight, something like that. So she could have a good chance.
1: Yeah, And she's been out of the Oscar limelight like, for years. I hear what you're saying. I, 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 to me, she was like the fourth best in that movie, right? Like the dad and the daughter, and then the teacher, the music instructor teacher guy, like all kind of I thought st- stole the. <laughs> limelight over her but
0: uh-huh.
2: really because she she popped so much for me because I thought she yeah. was playing such against her her um, sort of her persona
1: okay like I love how yeah. she
2: was very real very naturalistic she got like down and dirty in it and uh, you know I, I just thought that was kind of a, rel- a revelation to me I don't have her in my top five but yeah I don't either <laughs> I wouldn't say fourth best. I mean, I, I don't
0: have her it. in my top five, but she, she's a revelation. <laughs> well, this is for you know, no, Her
2: like this is a revelatory no. performance from her that I wouldn't have expected before, right? Um, but the best supporting actress is incredibly tough. I think it I was is. talking to you, Sasha, and I said uh, there are legitimately ten
1: actresses that you, you know throw toss a coin and they could get in. Yeah, the, the three that feel safe though to me, I wouldn't. With her Balfie Dunstan, Ellis, right. It's Balf. By the way, it's Balf. Okay. Sorry. Yes, I got corrected last. <laughs> I don't know how to say guess. anybody. I
0: always Balfe. say Balfie. <laughs> Katrina, is that how
1: you say her first name? Katrina. Katrina. <laughs> is it really? Katrina. Yes, Katrina. Okay. The O is silent.
0: I always say yeah. Katrina Balfi.
1: <laughs> yeah, I say that's exactly how I say Katriona That's Balfe. how I said it for years. I'm butchering. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Katriona Balfe>. Okay.
1: <laughs> Are there,
3: are there any repeat nominations from last year coming in to this year, do you guys think? Are there any repeats?
2: Uh, not not like, from last In this year. category? Or in any category?
3: Yeah. Oh. Or any other categories. Are there any repeats? Maybe McDormand. From last year. Yeah, McDormand would be. Oh, she would probably be the only one.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: And, and, you know, whether she gets in or not is going to totally depend on how much people like that c- can connect with that movie. And I can tell you this, they better see it in the theater because if they're watching it at home, they're never finishing that movie. There's no way. Too- <laughs> it's, it is so incredibly bleak. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. it's as bleak well, as how long. I'm not sure. People always ask me that. I'm a female. I don't think about that. Like, that's a male thing. How long is it? Like that, that's a, that's a totally a guy thing. Everybody always asks me, how long is the movie? That's all they care about. How long is it? I, I know, don't know. Those 90. Well, Listen,
1: I'm tired. 90. That's what That's why Belfast is like a gift from heaven. 90 some minutes. And you know, I never once get tired in it. It's,
0: uh, it's great. Men oh, always God. ask that. How long is see it? see
3: that movie and just over and over again. It's such a beautiful movie. Oh, we'll we'll talk about you, Mark. It's like, it's so good.
0: Um, Okay. Let's quickly do supporting actor. Did we finish with actor? Best actor? No, we
1: never, we never really got to actor. All right. So, let me just go back. Clarence saw Tick, Tick, Boom.
0: Yeah, let's do that. And Andrew Garfield is
1: like kind of entering the race now. So Clarence, do you want to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom? Yeah, Tick, Tick, Boom is is going to be,
2: I think the the biggest challenge it will have is that the whole film is very inside baseball on Broadway and, right. and uh, New York theater. Um, okay. It's peppered with all kinds of cameos from um, major Broadway stars that the average person, 99.95% of America, would never know who they were. Uh, but wow. they're That's very great. important people. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it's, it is a... Um, it's it's a, the power of the film comes in the story, right? It's about Jonathan Larson, who wrote Rent famously, um, who died three months before Rent opened on Broadway. Um, never got to see it. Never got to to realize that he won a Pulitzer Prize for it. Never got to take home his three Tonys. Um, and he actually wrote uh, Tick Tick Boom as a as as sort of a a, a musical monologue when he was trying to work through his creative creative process, trying to get the juices flowing, trying to just do some exercises. And he wrote this himself and it's and exploring his own life. So it's a little bit like Fosse's um, All That Jazz in that, mm-hmm. in that way, but it's not, it's it's in no way the same artistic endeavor that All That Jazz was, but it's a little bit, you know, self-exploration. Um, Andrew Garfield's fantastic. I mean, he he gives just a complete, balls to the wall performance. He sings fantastically. He is embodies Jonathan Larson's, um, career, this, uh, this sense of, um, manic energy so well. Um, and it's, it's, he's just, I can't see him not getting in, um, as much as, I don't know, it's, it's, it's going to be really tough. Um, it's the best he's ever been, I think. Awesome. Mm. I'm excited for well, it. Yeah, but the film is not going to be a best picture nominee. It's not going to get. I don't think it's going to get any traction anywhere else. So that's that's really, like, yeah. It's oh okay. You know, it's it's half of it is really really well directed, and I feel and it's directed by Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, the first forty five minutes to an hour, he's got a real visual sense, um, and then the kind of the story takes a different turn in the end. Um, and, he, you know, he's unable to stage some of these musical numbers in a way that mirrors what he did in the first half hour or the first hour. So um, and it's you know, it's it's technically a period piece, but it's set in New York in the 90s. And, you know, there's, there's not a lot of crafts. I mean, it's 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 well done on all fronts. I just don't think it rises above the into the top five.
0: Okay, so we know that Best Actor is tied to the Best Picture race. Um, and so any movie that's going to be in for Best Picture is going to have a... So so here are my five best actors. Will Smith for the win. Nobody's taking him down. Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, is an absolutely brilliant one for the ages. It is really, really just a great performance. Uh, unforgettable, truly. Denzel Washington, Tragedy of Macbeth. I think his status in the industry is is um, unrivaled. He does a really good job here. I guess it's possible he could be left off if they really don't like the movie, but I don't think so. I think he's in. Peter Dinklage, Cyrano, absolutely incredible. He's Peter Dinklage. He should get in. Javier Bardem is my five because he's great in the movie, and I think, I think it's going to be actors are going to eat it up and... He'll get swept up in the enthusiasm for the movie. That's how I see it. Um, so who of those oh, five would it? you take out to put in Andrew Garfield?
1: I took out Dinklage. Oh no. Yeah, I moved I moved him to six. I just I don't know. I have to I'm curious how that'll play. You Haley know, with Bennett all these other musicals. It's gonna What's be mad.
0: That? Haley Bennett's gonna be mad at you, Mark.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, gonna be so mad. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's a t- it's tough because there's really like at least seven right now that I like I want to put Joaquin Phoenix in too for Come On Come On but um no, those are the se- the five you mentioned and in, and in Andrew Garfield and Phoenix are the seven that I I don't know but I yeah, I agree with you with Will Smith and Cumberbatch up front and then I I put Garfield three based on what I'm hearing you know Buzz because I haven't seen it yet. And then Denzel and I moved Javier Bardem to five once we started talking earlier about it because I believe you, and mm. I love him.
3: So. What about, is there anybody from
2: West Side Story
0: Not any for, no. Not for lead actor. Not act.
1: for actor, no.
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> we'll talk about that, because it? we have yeah. a question around that topic.
0: Oh, <laughs> like shit. That. All right. Is that our only question?
2: Uh, <laughs> no, no, we, we have we a couple, another
0: one. No. Yeah. <laughs> one more. <laughs> uh, what about... Will actress
1: for King Supporting. Richard.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to win. Yeah,
1: we list him as the favorite.
0: Okay, I, oh. I don't see anybody touching him for the win on this. I think he finally it'll, wins his Oscar. It'll All be hard. Sport. Yeah,
2: yeah. You said Thank that you. last year. <laughs> True. Oh,
0: I'm just God. I'm, I'm we'll thinking about, about
2: what that BAFTA contingent is going to come in and vote for, and I don't see them voting for King Richard.
0: Really? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. They're probably. See, I think Benedict, Benedict
0: Cumberbatch Carabash? is
1: going to win yeah. the BAFTA. Yeah, I
0: can see that. Even after they were called horrible racists, <laughs>
1: I don't think they care. I, I think they know that they're not. I don't think that like racism is more of a thing over here, right?
0: Like, well, I think <laughs> after what happened to the Baptists, I think they really. Yeah. Really
1: know.
0: I mean, they're I barely know. they're barely on the vine at this point. <laughs> like.
1: I mean, are, well, you know are they, they though? Because <laughs> they had they had it. They had Oscar matched. For actor and no, what I mean parties. is
0: they're not even gonna have a show this year oh, because really? of that. Oh well. The yeah FTA's I mean the, but, oh BAFTA. I'm sorry. Oh God, oh, I, I thought uh, we were talking about Golden Globes. Globes. Yes, yeah, no, forget exactly. it. Yes, BAFTA. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no. I think all of the yeah. everything you guys said is right. What you just okay, said. Yeah. I was
1: thinking. Globes racism, sure. But BAFTA. I think, no, I, 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 don't think I they agree.
0: I think the vo- even if they did, the voters would revolt like they did last year. Like, that's what my friend called it. The BAFTA revolt. <laughs> like, just, right. They just picked what they wanted. Well, because-
3: last year. Well, I, well, I'm sorry, Sasha.
0: No, no. Go ahead, Michael. It's all right.
3: No. Well, last year, the BAFTAs, they weren't forced to, like, pick Chadwick Boseman the way over in here in America, everybody chose Chadwick Boseman, you know, and I think a lot of it had to do with the subject matter. They probably were not familiar with 20th, 20th century, the jazz age and all of that. So when it comes to this year, um, they may be a little bit. They're probably more familiar with the story of um, Serena and Venus' father, because with the golf tournament, I mean, with the tennis tournaments and all that stuff. So Will Smith could have a better chance unless he rubbed them the wrong way when he went to England, seeing his daughters play um, in the um, championships there. So it's going to be... I mean, I never thought the Baptists really matched a lot of the Oscars over the past few years. They just came like that more recently for me. Mm-hmm. I never really counted too much on the Baptists. I always counted on the Golden Globes and the SAG, but I guess the Baptists have become very important now. Wow. So um, he may have a shot only because they are familiar with him because right. of the tennis world.
0: Yeah, he's a, and he's a big, big, big star. But I do also think that Benedict Cumberbatch is a hometown kid, right? He's British, so... Um, yeah. I mean it seems like or Andrew Garfield for that at the BAFTA. But remember, the BAFTA they they don't the, the members don't pick the nominees. So we don't even know we we assume Will Smith will get in, but last year neither Viola Davis, uh, or Andre Day got in at the BAFTA. They just like hand picked like these obscure <laughs> and so they're doing that same thing this year. So we don't know how the BAFTAs are going to end up. They can't. They can't be really factored in to what we're talking about because the, the their criteria is so different, right? They're just not going to. The members don't pick the nominees. The members pick the long list of is it ten? And then they would. And then they they bring in a committee to hand pick the nominees. It's like move over, honey. We're going to drive. <laughs> We're going to drive.
3: You know, back in the early days of the BAFTAs, they used to have two categories. They used to have British actor and actress, and then they used to have foreign actor and actress. They used to do Mm. that. I I don't know when that changed to just one award for each, but there used to be four. You know, and a lot of Americans won back in the day, like in the 50s and 60s, and all of a sudden there was a switch, and now they're just the one category category for actor and actors where there used to be four, for, for right. foreign actors.
0: And, and the thing is, so, is you know, the, the BAFTA has a terrible, terrible, terrible reputation. Like, they just are so notorious for having left out really strong films with black actors and, and black performances. So it didn't come just from nowhere, this sort of reckoning that they've had to go through. You know, it's not like there wasn't a problem. There was obviously a problem. But at the same time, you know you either trust your members or you don't. And if you don't trust your members, why are you even having awards? You know, don't even have awards. Just give out BAFTA certificates via a committee to solve that problem. You know, don't don't pretend that it's a democratic process because it's not. It's you know it's it's very deliberately a way to to be inclusive, to help salvage their reputation and to do the right thing that they believe is the right thing. But it's not really about awarding the best because they're not really playing that game. They're not giving their members a chance to pick who they like like the best. So it's not really a reflection of their tastes anymore. So you know, to that degree, we have to kind of take them out of it, right? Any other group that's going to be a more organic process is going to be more reliable in terms of um, how. And I say this. After last year, when both Anthony Hopkins and Francis McDormand pulled in Oscar wins, shockingly, but they followed the BAFTAs lead, you know, to do that. So, you know, you can't totally ignore them, but they're you know, we can only take we can only take their their choices so far. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, my cat is very upset with me. <laughs> Just oh, like what my I'm
1: cat. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get to the Twitter stuff?
0: Uh, yeah. What, how, Did when we do we have right we do supporting
1: up? actor? Oh, we didn't do supporting actor.
0: Sure. Do we, what um, what there? time do you guys have until?
1: Uh, we can wrap up supporting actor and then go to the Twitter ones. Right? All right. Yep. I'm good. So I'll, I'll go. Or at least so, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I have Cody Schmidt McPhee. I have Karen Hines. I have JK Simmons for being the Ricardos. I have, um, Jamie Dornan, Belfast, and I have uh, Richard Jenkins, the
1: human. And I thought we were (laughs) going to match up five for five there. Who's your fifth? Uh, I have the same first four you mentioned, Hines, Simmons, McPhee, Dornan. Instead of Jenkins right now, I have Ben Affleck for the tender bar. Just because I want to see that happen.
0: No Jared Leto for either of you?
1: No. Uh, I I can't. I have to see it before I can go there, I think. But Jenkins yeah. is a good pick. I love, I loved him in The Human.
2: And um, I had Bradley Cooper, but um, yeah, me too. I'm, I heard his his
1: uh, he's long. selling in it
2: for three minutes. Yeah,
0: three. I five. didn't want to
2: say his part was too small.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? You saw Tick Tick Boom? What about Robin DeHazer? I heard no. He's he's of, good, but he's yeah. he's. Uh, it's just it's really
2: all about um, Jonathan Larson. He's very good. I mean, there's a lot of great performances in it, but I just, you know, is it better than Cody Smith? Is he better than Kieran Hines, Jamie Dornan, Richard Jenkins? You know, I didn't know.
1: He's not.
0: Um,
1: Sasha, what's yours?
0: um, Well, I just changed them just now as we were talking. Um, I I picked... uh, Kieran Hines, Cody Smith-McPhee, Richard Jenkins, Jamie Dornan, and J.K. Simmons. So that's
1: the same five? Uh, Clearance has, I think, right, Clearance? Yes. Hines, Simmons, McPhee, Dornan, and Jenkins, right?
0: Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons is hilarious. (laughs) He plays Fred (laughs) in... um, and being the Ricardos, he's, he's William Frawley. <laughs> he's really, really good in that. He totally nails it, you know. Um, all right, just really quickly, let's do director. Sure. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> director, who do we have here? Um, let me read you what I have. Uh, I have Jane Campion, Kenneth Branagh, Dennis Villeneuve, Garrill Del Toro and Reynaldo Marcus Green. Yep,
1: same five.
0: Clarence. But you know, Pedro could get in there. Pedro could so take that fifth spot uh, for parallel mothers. You know how they always like their one weird. Yeah. yeah. Clarence, do you have that same?
2: Um you said uh Campion Brenna, Villeneuve and who who were we the other two?
0: Guillermo del Toro, del Toro. and Reynaldo yep. Marcus Green.
2: No, I have Spielberg instead of Reynaldo Marcus Green.
0: Okay, Spielberg. Hmm. I think Spielberg might get in for DGA, but Reynaldo Marcus Green did King Richard, so if it's if it's really popular, then he's going to get in for DGA, right? For sure. It's going to be one of the top five for DGA. Um. But I think Del Toro, I think, is going to be daring and interesting, and I think that helps him. Villeneuve is my weak link for me personally because I I just thought that Dune was lacking in story and depth and meaning, as beautiful as it is. I'm not enough to count him out, but it is the one that I would take out if I had to add, say, Pedro Almodovar. Um, I don't think Paul Thomas Anderson is getting in uh, unless they really love that movie. Um, and if they love Spencer, Pablo and <clears> Lorraine <throat> could get in. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not really seeing that.
1: And sort of like single
2: nomination film. Well, no, it'll get costumes. It'll get costumes.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it seems like it's probably going to get something like actress and maybe costumes. But
1: right. I don't think picture or director. I think cinematography is up there for Spencer as well. Which actually, that's one of our questions, was uh, what do you think of Spencer outside of Stewart's performance? Do you think it has a chance for nominations in several categories? Costumes. Yeah, costumes. You you think cinematography?
0: I don't, no. Mm -mm. It's too competitive this year.
1: Okay.
0: It's just so competitive, you know, like with all the black and whites and... I mean, there's so many, like even being the Ricardos has Jeff Cronin with, who's a you know very notable cinematographer. Yeah. Um,
2: I, would, I would bet good money that Spencer gets the exact same three nominations that Jackie did. Actress,
1: costume, and score.
0: Yeah, maybe. It's a good I, call. I still
1: have it in picture. I guess maybe that's something I have to reconsider. Um, I, have I, it in the, mm, I have it in the nine spot.
0: I think picture is a good guess for like the early part of the year. I don't know that it'll make it in now that I've seen Being the Ricardos and only because it's, you know, you got to think like ensembles and actors and I don't know that Being the Ricardos... I mean, um, Spencer is such a critic's movie. I don't know that it's going to be an actor's movie. It might be. I mean, we just have to wait and see on that. I'm going to have to... That's one of the ones like passing that I have to just take a temperature on and see how people are reacting to it. Not critics because critics don't count but like regular people you know how are they going to respond um that's really the key i could see like for instance jessica chastain getting a sag nom but not an oscar nom you know i could see it going that way you know because there's always that disconnect between sag and the oscars based on the fact that is the movie good or not sag they don't seem to care if the movie's good they just like the performances but the oscars they do seem to care you know um, so it's going to be 10
3: films this year, right? It's going to be 10. Yeah, it's done. Wow. I mean, you might get some surprises that people wouldn't, wouldn't think. You know, because, Sasha, you, cause you, earlier you said that In the Heights has a chance of getting in for Best Picture. But now with West Side Story coming out, if West Side Story is good, it may knock In the Heights out of the running and get in.
0: See, my theory is that it's the opposite. That if, in, if, if West Side Story is beloved and it is going to get in, then people will, will be revisiting in the Heights. I don't have it predicted right now because I have the. the actually, I do have Spencer. I'm going to take that out right now. Um, what about Coda? Do you think Coda's getting in? I best picture? It
1: 13, I have it 13th right now. But yeah, I think it has a good chance.
0: Do you have House of Gucci on yours for Best Picture?
1: I dropped that to 15. (laughs) So I had it 10 and I dropped it to 15 after that. I'm
0: going to put in the heights back in. What are your um, predictions that you have for Best Picture?
1: Uh, I have Belfast, King Richard, Power of the Dog.
0: Yeah, those are our top three. I think
1: we all Uh, have that, yeah. And then um, after that is Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Dune, Being the Ricardos, West Side Story, Spencer, and... I have tick tick boom at ten, but after what Clarence said, maybe I need to reconsider that.
0: Yeah, my ten spot you is like a tough one. You right, Mark?
1: Yeah. I liked it, and I'm I, I'm not going to know how I feel about it really until they complete the story. I guess, uh, yeah, it's half mm-hmm. a half a story. So,
0: what do you I think about? It. I
3: I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either.
1: Yeah, i had to see it again.
0: What do you think about Mass? Maybe getting in, or Coda. Oh.
1: I, I think
2: Coda has a better shot than Mass. I, I just yeah I, I do too. I I I loved Mass. I thought Mass was great. I thought the performances were great all the way around. But I just and, and it's not as depressing as the subject matter would let you believe. But when people hear what the movie's about, I'm like, are they going to put that at the top of their screener pile or their queue <laughs> or whatever you know. Yeah. Let's get around the Christmas tree and watch this movie about these these uh, parents who are fighting over their dead kids. I mean,
0: yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean,
2: I, and I don't want to be shallow because it is a it is a it is a great film. Uh, but um, that you have to look at it the way that that everyday voters do. They they're not film critics. They're not film. They're not on film Twitter. They are everyday people who look for entertainment from films and they vote for what they love. And and are they going to put that? Movie ahead of Belfast, Power of the Dog, King Richard, leaving Licorice Pizza. Maybe they'll hate watch House of Gucci. I don't know. But, you know, are they going to (laughs) watch, you know, Mass, you know, first? No. I'm sorry they're not.
1: They'll they'll check Gucci up for Gaga, if nothing else. They will. And the rest of the cast.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to wait on Licorice Pizza because it's not, to me, I don't think you can trust the critics' reaction to it. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's something that, uh, I think it's a it's a bummer movie to me like it's it's a bummer like it has it has moments it's not like a bummer bummer as in it's tragic it's just not very exciting to watch I think it's for a certain kind of person it's like the greatest thing that ever happened but I don't know that it translates broadly And um, that's why I don't have it in for my best picture. I think Coda is a movie that does translate broadly and that's why I'm keeping it in. And I think In the Heights could gain some traction once West Side Story hits because people will be revisiting it. They'll be saying, you know, oh, this other movie with this cast, even though they attacked it at first, I think that it'll get some sort of uplift by the and then again tick tick boom might take its spot you know? yeah or Cyrano,
1: right like I, that's right yeah. that's why i keep in the heights kind of at a distance right now just because uh, you know it, it feels to me like the fourth out of those four musicals
0: right right you know and i don't
1: and we're not getting four musicals in that 10 so
0: Right. And what uh, we have to know yeah. is that we are kind of still in a vacuum. I mean, it's November. Yeah. Voting doesn't right. start till January. We only really have ourselves and the critics to bounce off of right now. We don't have audiences, we don't have box office. We don't have industry awards. So yeah. critics lot, um can be ago. Yeah, critics can be disorienting. And I think that's what yeah. the phase we're about to head into is the disorienting critics phase, but we have to remember we pass out of that phase. <laughs> we really do. Yeah. So
1: um, uh, also, another thing to consider within the Heights is it's Warner Brothers and they have King Richard and Dune. Right. So that's right. probably
0: their stronger focus. True. I don't know why I keep putting that in the Heights back in, but I just can't seem to give it up. All right. What's our yeah, other question? Goat your gut. Yeah, for now. <laughs> so. For now.
1: Our other questions. Uh, let's let's go to the West Side Story one since we were kind of talking about that. Um, Scott Kernan asked, "Do you believe that West Side Story is an inevitable Best Picture nominee because of Spielberg love, or do you think the film's behind the scenes controversies could lead it uh, to being uh, to potentially underperforming?"
0: Michael, what do you think about that? Michael has strong opinions about well, West Side
3: Story. Well, I okay, the sixty one version to me set the standard for the modern movie.
0: Um, Master musical, no.
3: musical, oh, musical. Musical. The yeah. musical. You know, it's, it's one of the greatest musicals ever came out yeah, in films. Yeah, for sure. Every yeah. film, that every musical that came after wants to be West Side Story. Right. You know, and the thing is, is that with with that version of West Side Story, you had a movie director and the Broadway director direct the film. And so Robert Weiss directed the acting while Jerome Robbins directed the dancing. Right. It wasn't one director doing the whole thing. So everything mashed up. And even though there was a little conflict between the two directors, but eventually, you know, they produced one of the greatest movies ever made. It went on to win 10 Academy Awards That's like when they remade Ben-Hur. It's going to be tough for this West Side Story (laughs) to um, match or equal that West Side Story. People are so, even though the controversy is that, you know, they don't like the fact that a um, non-Hispanic person played Maria. I don't care because Natalie Wood was perfect for the part. There was no big. Hispanic stars at that time, they weren't going to cast a Hispanic person to play Maria. There was mm-hmm. no big star. Even Maria on Broadway was um, was an actress by the name of Maria, something like that. She wasn't even Hispanic on Broadway. They weren't going to cast an Hispanic woman back in 1961 because there was no one, there was no popular Hispanic stars back then. So right. that's, that. So today they had to, today they, they did cast a Hispanic cast and a white cast. It's gonna be really tough for Spielberg to outdo he probably wouldn't he probably won't even attempt to outdo that version because so many people are this cell so, is so beloved but I'm gonna give him a chance and I, I do want to see it because I'm curious but it could get in for a best picture nomination based on the history and stuff like that But It's gonna be really Really tough You know I think Um With the controversy Behind it With that actor That one actor Who supposedly What uh, Raped the girl Or whatever And stuff like that That might all come back out And hurt the film he At the box rape, office Okay, Right no he well,
0: didn't, I don't know
3: If he raped her or not No whatever, he didn't rape I,
0: her happened. He didn't rape her They had sex And she was bummed okay. out Because he dumped her that's what happened.
3: Okay. Okay. So if that controversy blows up, because I knew it blew up last year and now it may come back to haunt them, um, there may be damage control because people believe the worst in our society. They Only on Twitter. And, and yeah, on Twitter. And Twitter can kill it at the box office. You know, and a lot of people are saying if you go on Twitter, I'm not going to see this. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the other film. I, of the original version. You know, how can he, you know, it's like, it's almost like, it's sacrilegious to do a remake of West Side Story just like it was for for the Ben Hurd version that came out a few years ago. You know, who can top that version? It's going to be really, it's going to be scrutinized. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be because of the 61 version.
0: Well, I will so, add that yeah, I, I don't think that it, um, I don't think the controversy is going to hurt it. I really don't because I think that, um, I think that people are kind of, I think we're hopefully on the other side of that right now where they're going to be annoyed that there's a controversy around it because it's a non-controversy. Like if he had actually done something bad, that would be one thing, but he didn't. He. It was, you know, just a bummer relationship, a bad relationship that she blew out of proportion. Uh, You know, she, she was young and, and it, it was a drag and she was hurt and it was a, you know... And she talked about that, but that's not sexual assault. That was consensual sex. And I'm sorry it didn't work out. I've had a a ton, a lifetime of terrible (laughs) relationships that didn't work out and awful encounters in my life, you know, but but that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't make him a pedophile and it doesn't make him a a rapist, you know. But yes, I agree that it's going to come up. It's definitely going to come up, but I, I don't know that it's going to. I think ultimately, in, in terms of the Oscars, it's going to come down to how good the movie is, and that's what it'll be judged on. Yeah. Do you guys agree with me, or not?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't think I, I, <laughs> I don't think that controversy will sink it. Um, people will love the movie if they do. Yeah.
0: Right. So it'll be there. It'll be a problem. Twitter will continue to have multiple fits about it. They will, you know, freak out and they'll shame people who watch it. They'll, you know, write think pieces and essays and stuff. But at the end of the day, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Just like with Javier Bardem in in Being the Ricardos, the fact that he's not Cuban is going to be a, a, a thing. You know, it's just I don't think it's going to take the movie down because the movie's good enough to withstand it. That's just my opinion, but.
2: Now, I don't think that uh, Ansel Elgert gets nominated for Best Actor.
0: Yeah, probably not. Probably not. And even if he did, remember when Viggo Mortensen was nominated for Green Book, people actually thought he could win that year. I know I did. So the controversy did hurt him. But Hmm. look, he's either going to make a movie that's as good and worthy of a nomination with incredibly high standards to meet, or he's not. You know, and it's going to be judged on that. It's not going to be judged on Ansel Elgort, if there's a God.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, West Side Story is a is a is a um, ensemble piece, and actually, the best okay, the characters in itself, the the two characters that really make that film are the people who play the actor who plays Bernardo and the actor who plays um um. Uh, Maria. who plays his girlfriend. Those are the two Anita. most important characters. Anita. Those yeah. two are the best characters in West Side Story itself. Yeah. They Anita make that, that movie work. So is- just Maria, who plays Maria and who plays um, Tony, those people are not as important as those two main characters. They get the best work. They, best part. They you know Anita sings the best songs. You know it's it's just if anyone gets a nomination it would be those two actors who play those characters
2: which right. is why i have not anita
3: maria. and yep
2: yeah.
0: you have you no. have anita and no, who, else, who else
2: no i have anita number 1 best supporting
0: actress
2: wow yeah would be yep yeah and until if i see the film know. she's my number 1
3: right i totally that that's how that's how i feel maria is really not She's okay, but she's not the meat. She's not the meat of that of that story. Nor neither is Tony. It's it's, it's Bernardo and Anita. They are the meat of that story. Those two characters.
0: I just met a girl named Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. Natalie Wood is so good in that part. You know, and she, you know, it's true. She's in brownface, but she's her performance is exceptional. You know, what are you going to do?
3: But she had a great year that year, you know, she, she did, um, um, she was nominated for, um, Splendor in the Grass, you know, so she came out and did two great films.
0: Yeah. God, she was so pretty and she was so talented. Um, all right, you guys. So that was fun. What do you think, Mark? Top two?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want, we have two other questions. Do you want me to? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: uh, Wow. We do. Cool. So
1: Brian Seagal, uh, so another remake that he wanted to talk about, um, or maybe not a remake, I guess, although it's been made several times. But Brian Seagal asked, what do you guys think about Tragedy of Macbeth's Oscar chances? Seems quiet lately. And I know we talked a little bit about that. Anything you want to add as far as Macbeth?
0: Am I the only one who's seen it?
1: I have not. I have not. But
2: I, I it has been quiet, but I feel like Apple has been waiting yeah. for That's the smart. festival circuit to die down. And then I think they just did a an L.A. screening earlier this week.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just have to wait and see how people react to it. Sorry, my cat. She's having a really bad night. I don't know what's going on. Um, anybody who's listening to this podcast, please, I am apologizing for my cat who's been meowing and seemingly confused. I think she's like, has dementia because she's really old, so I don't know why she's she's upset for some reason. <laughs> it's okay, kitty, come here. Um. So, the thing about Macbeth is that it it's a hard sell because it's so grim yeah. i mean it's it's relentlessly miserable this movie, and so it, from the cinematography to the theme to the acting, everything is just intense and morose and dramatic so that's either gonna sell or it's not you know i I'm having a hard time imagining anybody putting that. At, let alone a hundred people putting that at their number one to get it in you remember you need roughly a hundred number one votes to get a best picture nomination so who, how are a hundred people going to say that's the best film of the year I don't know I don't think so but I mean I guess we'll see let's just wait it out you know maybe they will I think Apple's better bet is Coda mm-hmm. for a best picture nomination you know but, you know, they're, they're very big but, stars, and Joel Cohen's incredibly popular, so you never know.
3: And Denzel Washington is very popular in Hollywood. Yeah. They love him.
0: Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah.
3: So that—it could, it could get a chance, you know? And, he, and when's the last time he ever had a Best Picture nomination? Has he ever had a—yeah. Um, Fences. Uh, was that was for, Best for, yeah, was, I can't remember if it was or not, now.
0: Yeah, Fences was. But— Oh, wait, actually. Okay, sure. so— <sighs> Yeah, it, yeah was. it was. I it. can't remember. Francis was in. He wasn't in for Best Director, but it was in for Best Picture.
3: Right. So um, with his likability in Hollywood and, you know, that could give it a chance. And Francis McDormand, who's a three-time winner, you know, actually four-time, she's won four Oscars in her career, that stands a good chance. And also... Hollywood does kind of like Shakespeare. You I know? don't know.
0: He's got him a know. few times. That's right. The thing is, is that you know, yeah, that's true. But like at the end of the day, you're either going to like the play or you're not, and that's what's going to drive it. Like you're not going to watch this movie and think this is a good movie. You're either going to watch it and go, God, I love Macbeth, and I love this movie because of that, or you're not. You know, like that. There, there's two. It's a very seemingly strangely a very competitive year, and we still <clears> haven't <throat> seen everything yet. So I think in, in terms of that movie, I it's a wait and see for me.
3: I wonder if Macbeth had, done, had been a modernization instead of, you know, like a 21st century
0: yeah version maybe.
3: instead of,
1: you know, may have worked better. Well, it feels like they've done that too, though. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: So let's get this last question. All right. I'm, my eyeballs are gonna fall.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Oh.
1: Um, roll Gama, If all the late contenders and director turn out to be great and get a nom PTA McKay, Del Toro Spielberg, which of the first wave predicted contenders do you think still gets in the five? So basically Brenna Campion.
0: We're back to our same three. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. I don't um, think vivid.
0: that, uh, licorice personally, I don't think licorice pizza is going to be a major player. Um, that's just my own opinion. Who knows? I think it's a critic's movie. I'm, it's not Phantom Thread, you know. It's more like Punch Drunk Love meets Inherent Vice, sort of a. So there. I think
1: I think he's maybe saying which one of the of the would pick one that you uh, think would be in if PTA McKay, Del Toro, and Spielberg are in. Which one of Brana, Campion, Villeneuve, and Green do you think is the
0: safest? Campion. I think, and I think all four of them are safer than the ones I know. coming out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I'd I'd go Branna if I could only pick one, but
0: Brenna, all... for sure. Yeah, yeah but it's, I, hard,
1: I, it's hard to leave him out.
0: I mean, we think King Richard. King Richard seems to be playing like Gangbusters almost as much as Belfast. Yeah. You know, it's winning audience awards too, and people love it. And and you know, you got to root for Venus and Serena. They're just incredible, and he's he's a great. Characters. So I feel like those two are, are really strong and safe. You know, I just do. It's it's always better to bet on what you know rather than what you don't know. We have no yeah. idea. Look at House of Gucci, man, it crashed and burned. Yeah. And so we just don't know. I mean, even then, like American Hustle still got in, remember, and it, it wasn't a very good movie. And you know. So we'll just have to wait and see. It's, it's really hard for people to hear that, but that's really what the Oscar race is about. Wait and see, you know. We don't lead it. We follow it. We chase it. So we'll just, you know, just have to see how things play.
3: Well, since there's no Golden Globes award show, but there will be a Golden Globes, when are, when, um, are the nominations coming out for
0: Golden
2: Globes? Like the 13th of December. It's mid-December.
0: Oh, is it still mid December? Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's the 13th of the 14th. So the, Let
3: me so, check. so the Oscars are going to be early this year. I mean, early and not into late April last year.
1: Uh, late they're March. earlier than last year, aren't they? They're earlier late like March.
0: Late March, but voting doesn't start till late January. So we have to get through Christmas and New Year's before they even start voting. So that's why you know it's going to be a long time before they settle in on. Well, it's not going to be like the last Oscar years, not last year, but the previous years where everything was done really quickly and within like a week. Usually they pick the winners between Christmas and New Year's, but now they have a whole month. So that's why it's going to be different. And people should not discount the fact that if they have a whole month to sit around and think about these movies, you're going to see different kinds of winners. I think better winners, because it's not going to be done in a rushed fashion. They're going to be really thinking about what they liked. You know, and what stayed with them. So that's harder for me. So movies. there will be
3: a show. So there will be a bigger show than the two previous years. Oh yeah, it'll be bigger than or last year. year. Imagine. Last year was okay.
1: last year was very small.
0: Ugh. Last right. year was okay. brutal.
1: So they're back at last. Year, let's just let's not talk about <laughs> last year ever again.
0: Please God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the, this, year, the,
3: <laughs>
1: this year already has like twenty movies I like all of last year. No, so I oh,
0: sure. Ca- sure. capping it off with Anthony Hopkins beating that's the final award of the night like
1: nothing it was just disaster
0: and he wasn't even there
1: (laughs) yeah and he's not there oh god and if he was it would be like an awkward (laughs) as hell moment so I don't know
0: Oh, oh, no. It's like a bad dream. Well, he would have been
1: apologizing
3: for winning. <laughs> he, yeah. would right. like, like, he, there, he would have been. He's like, this is like... he would have been Yeah, that would have
0: been... Like when um, Juliette Binoche had to beat um, Laura McCall. <laughs> she went up oh, there Oh, I
1: love was, Binoche, though.
0: She was good, but she was like, I'm so sorry. This is your <laughs>
3: award. <laughs> yeah, because she thought... She goes... I think she said, I thought... Look, I thought Lauren was going to get it,
0: yeah, like uh, <laughs> so. Olivia Coleman winning for Glenn Close. <laughs> She's like, I'm so yeah. sorry, <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, it's been really fun, and it's a top yeah. top three. Best
1: <laughs> top, <laughs> four five,
0: top four or five, top four or five. We I mean, we down. can't
1: beat it. We can't beat the record every time.
0: No, right? but so
1: seriously, though, it's e- it's nominated. It's just not a. It's winner.
0: just nominated. It's on the it's on the Los Angeles Film Critics list of third runner up. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god! <laughs> it's uh, third runner oh, up. Before, <laughs> sounds, sounds like before novel.
3: we go, I want to congratulate you, Mark, on your Hollywood thing. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Michael. Does that mean that
1: you're going to be coming to... I am. Coming- I'm coming to L.A. in uh, January.
0: You have to let me and Michael uh, take you out to dinner on, when you come out here, if you have time.
1: Yeah, we'll I'll have to figure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to stay with Clayton? Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to be with Clayton because um, okay. I think he's part of the Hollywood Critics uh, Association. And then um, he talked about... That, that weekend is also the Critics' Choice Banquet, and he possibly giving me his plus one if he gets one. So uh, <laughs> I, might, I might be there as well. So, Which I think oh, cool. uh, Sasha might be there as well.
0: Like <laughs> <Sasha>. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe. I, I'm supposedly a member. I'm a phantom member because I'm not getting yeah. invited to anything. So we'll see if I oh. actually, if I am a member and you're going to be there, yeah, maybe I'll go.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if I can go and you can go, let's go.
0: Yeah. Be fun to hang out. Okay. Telluride, right, represent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, you guys. It's been lovely. You know, we somehow got an hour and a half out of the sucker. <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
0: How did that happen?
1: <laughs> that that's why it's not top two or three. Like, top <laughs> yeah. two or three is like forty five to the 90.
0: ninety minutes. It can't go right. longer than that. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Have a good night. Right. Nice talking with you. You too. Right.
3: Good night, you guys. Night night.
0: Thanks. Okay. Thanks for
3: Thanks for inviting me.
0: really Nice talking to you, Michael. Okay.